Hey, is your refrigerator running? Uh, yeah. Why? What did you do to it, you sick fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hots a Podcast. I'm refrigerator Tyler. torture. <laughs> <laughs> your local your local refrigerator torturer. Number one rule of cock and ball torture. What I do, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This episode is starting off way not how I thought it would. That was violent. I'm sorry. God. That was very violent. Never do that to me again. I can't stop. I can't stop. Sneeze. Oh, I'm dying. Well, you've ruined the episode. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that had to hit like right when we started recording. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Like, what the literal fuck, dude? Bad timing, allergies. Now my nose is all runny. And I sound all like weird. I don't fucking know. Let's let's get yeah, on with this. Hate, let's yeah, get let's get on with this now. Yeah. I, I absolutely hate it. You will be silent now for the rest of the episode, and now it becomes the Malik episode. Hey, well, everybody. Episode. How's it hanging, you beautiful people? Are you pantsless like I am? <laughs> I bet. Thank you for answering the question. Let's continue on. Uh, God. But, yeah, no. Uh, literally, as we're about to record this, um, a new Thor trailer dropped. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. We got we got a look at Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. Well, that's cool. Also, also there is a statue of Lady Death. Really? Yeah, she. I saw a statue of Lady Death in the background. I'm like, oh, oh, you dirty bitch. <laughs> I do not care for Lady Death. She literally groomed Thanos in the comics. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's what she does. You can see Lady Death, you can see the Watcher, you can see the Living Tribunal, and it's two other heads that I don't recognize. One of them kind of looks like the High Evolutionary to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it looks really cool. Natalie Portman looks awesome in the role. I I, I, I can't wait. Thor, Thor Love and Thunder looks awesome. You haven't watched the trailer. Yeah, I haven't so watched the really trailer. So, yeah, much. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're, the, you're, so you're, the so, stuff you're talking you know, about is falling flat here because I have not watched the trailer yet. I didn't know that the, that one had dropped. <laughs> It looks really good. Also, Korg has a mustache now. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Of course he does. Yeah, I can't wait for more. I, I love we're getting more Korg. I love. I did not expect Korg to come back for uh in uh in Endgame. Really? I felt yeah. Like I didn't expect Korg to. to come back. That why did he have to? Because Korg rules. Okay. <laughs> oh, that he's just <laughs> playing freaking Fortnite. Oh man! Uh, but, uh, so, I had something that so I didn't good. want to discuss on the podcast today, but I forgot what it was. But uh, listen, I did. I did, all right. Let's, let's let's do something a little different here for this episode. Let's discuss things that we haven't really discussed before. Like uh, prime example. <laughs> what, what what's your opinions on Mel Gibson's The Patriot? <laughs> it's a movie that I've only ever seen. I've never seen all the way through. I've just seen the scene where he like defends his home. Really? But uh, yeah, it's a it's a movie. Yeah, it's I've never seen the picture all the way through. 
I, I, you know, maybe maybe I'll add to the list of movies to watch. There's a couple movies I have to watch. I want to watch The Lighthouse soon. Oh, yeah, I know. That's a big one that a lot of people in the Discord have been talking about. Yeah, freaking uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson on, on a freaking Lighthouse Island going crazy. Willem Dafoe actually just showed up. at. I saw a TikTok about this. Willem Dafoe showed up at somebody's graduation to do a speech. And the person oh, that was nice. graduating wore a Spider-Man suit underneath his uh, underneath his graduation gown. And when he went up to go shake the mm. man's hand, he showed him the Spider-Man suit. And Willem Dafoe had this reaction that was just like, oh, dude. <laughs> He's like, you did it. <laughs> he's, such, he's such a wholesome guy. It's just, it, I love the one. Uh, he made a joke. I think it was SNL where he's all like, everyone tells me I should play the Joker. And I'm like, great to know that I have the vibes of a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see? Yeah, uh, no, you ever oh, see Mr. Man, Bean's was... Holiday? Uh, yeah, no, and he's like the film director. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the narration over Mr. Bean, like, <laughs> and now you're in the arms of another, and it's just the zooming of Mr. Bean being an idiot. <laughs> and then like he gets like the applause for his voice, like, oh yeah, I've always made films like this. Now he's like on like the beach recording people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's <laughs> so good, man. I, I just think back to No Way so Home long. when like. Saying, I just think back to No Way Home when like Peter just started like punching on him, and then he just started laughing. I'm like, oh god, Peter, you had fucked up. <laughs> what was it? also Willem Dafoe has a confusing penis. Never forget that. <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up? Yeah, it, it's. I feel like it's something people just have to know about the man. It's a confusing penis. It's a confusing penis. Fucking, yeah, he was yeah, in that. He yeah. was in that game, Beyond Two Souls, with uh. With now what what what's his name Ethan Page right the, no no El- I'm Elliot thinking of the wrestler Page. Elliot Page I'm thinking of the wrestler <laughs> oh god that um that uh, also reminds me uh since we're moving to video games what is oh my god what is the um like I was ta- we were talking to a uh, alumni Eggy about this. It, what's a video game with like a sad ending <laughs> and you're just like i sunk so many hours into this like do you like it when like video games have a sad ending or like do you like do you think they have a place because like i think like i may get a point i sunk a hundred hours into this game just to be sad at the end <laughs> i'm okay with the sad ending so as long as it works well with the story honestly i mean like if you really think about it gears is kind of just a sad game overall every time you beat it something worse happens well, well, like, well, like Gears Three, you know, they get the like the moment on the horizon where like we have a tomorrow, Marcus. Gears of War One, you know, it, it, the, the worst. They don't really have sad endings. It's just like, okay, you beat the big bad, but something's on the horizon. It's not like the oh, everything is horrible. Like you know, like Gears One, you kill Rom and you just see. Well, in the original, you saw Scorch, but now they've changed it. Now you see Mira. Yeah. Fucking yeah, which I I find that a I find that a weird change, but whatever. You it know, can't get you any worse you. than Army of Two, the fortieth day, where both we, we're both uh, both times you beat it, no matter what you choose, you get fucked. <laughs> I can't. Well, stand Far that Cry shit. Five has unha- Far Cry Five has unhappy endings on both of them. Yeah, but the thing is with Far Cry Five is that there is happy endings, right? No, there isn't. No, <laughs> both endings are very upsetting. No, the way you yeah, made it both, seem, the way um, you made it seem like they were both upsetting. Or they were both no um, Far Cry. Yeah, they, Far they Cry were just optional. Like if you went down that road. No, Far Cry Five is Far Cry Five is two endings. One where the nuke goes off, and then you get trapped in the uh, bunker with the insane cult leader. 
who like who you've been fighting and then he brainwashes you and that's the ending and then the other ending is where you actually walk away with your police officer friends and then but then like this one villain you fought early in the game like put like a trigger program in you that like made you like go crazy and kill your friends and that programming goes off while you're in the car with your like hop friends and it just cuts there so i'm like oh both endings are just like sad <laughs> well yeah both endings are sad in that one but like it, it's kind of like it, the story i don't know maybe maybe i because i never played far cry 5 so it's like maybe the story is like Not- you know would you would you consider that like Obviously not a good ending, but, like, would you consider that, like, you know, it's, like, almost logical as an ending? I don't know. I don't know if I would consider it, like, logical. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's it's so weird. But, like, it, like Far Cry, like, 5 got, like, a sequel called Far Cry New Dawn, which continued the oh, ending yeah. after the nuke goes off. And, like, I don't know, like, I guess it's just, like, it's it kind of sucks as, like, you see your player character from before, and, like, they're, like, they had their tongue cut out, and they're, like, a brainwashed soldier now, and they just kind of, like, are there, and I'm just, like, damn, I guess that's it. But, like, it's so weird, because, like, a lot of Far Cry 5 is, like, you bond with everyone you've met, you, like, help fight the resistance, you see, like, it, it's just awesome to have, like, the cool fights and all that stuff, and you see you're leading this fight, but then he's, like, oh, yeah, it was all for nothing, and then I'm, like, oh, I, cool. <laughs> Well, the like, thing is, Last with Army of, us, of Two, I that I was like going to say the perfect is the, unhappy ending. The thing I was going to say with Army of Two was that both endings just make you feel like a piece of shit, and that's just mm-hmm. the end of the game. Like, it's like the game almost <laughs> intentionally Noir. just wants you to feel like shit. L.A. Noir has like a very bittersweet ending too. I, do, I, do you care about L.A. Noir spoilers? I don't know no. if I'm playing that. Well, like Wait, the character you're playing yet, as, Cole Phelps. Get to it. Yeah. Well, the character you're playing as, Cole Phelps, literally dies, like, and then, like, the case you, like, were solving gets, like, half solved because, like, a lot of the big wigs in charge of the con- conspiracy get, like, exposed and go to jail, but, like, a lot of the corrupt cops, like, Roy Earl, like, your arch nemesis throughout the, like, your arch cop nemesis throughout the game who's been, like, who, like, who, like, screwed you over ends up giving your eulogy at the funeral, and kind of like gets away, and I'm like, uh, I, I, I get, and it just kind of like ends, like, oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> Damn, that does suck. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was very, it was, it was weird, but you know, like, I, it, 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 it was somewhat satisfying. Uh, I'm trying to think of other games that are like, see, like I, I have also been thinking I have been itching to get back into like gaming. I just haven't had the time, but like I have been itching for a good old fashioned RPG. And, like, I want to explore a world and have adventures. And I remember, like, man, when I first was playing Fallout 3, how, like, organic, like, stories can just be formed by just exploring the world. Like, I remember, like, I was playing Fallout 3, and I had just gotten out of the vault. And, like, I was just exploring the world, seeing what's going on. And, like, all of a sudden, like, one of the, um, what's it, the Enclave? Like, those are the bad guys, right? Yeah. Like, one of their, like, soldiers, like, I, I run into them, like, oh, cool, I wonder who this guy is. And, like, he just ad- attacks me on side. I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm, like, this fresh-faced, like, vault kid out of the vault. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> and then, like, I got lucky and, like, shot a barrel next to him. And, like, the and it exploded and killed him. I was like, holy shit. Like, it was so cool that I had, like, this very, like, natural, organic experience with this, like, with this, like, with just interacting with the world, you know? I got to get back into playing Fallout. That was... Uh, yeah, uh, fall, I gotta same. pick up Fallout Four again and start playing it. Um, I ha- I have all th- I have all four of them. I have 
four New Vegas and three on my Xbox, all with all the DLC. I plan on playing through them soonish. Yeah, I got to play the DLCs of three. Um, I played the main story, yeah. and that was about it. I love New Vegas uh, concept where <laughs> uh, the villain who was played by Chandler from Friends, um, Benny Gecko, was he really? shoots you in the head. <laughs> and yeah, he's played by yeah he's played by Chandler from Friends. Oh my god! Um, but uh, he shoots you he shoots you in the head, and you wake up and you go, "I'm gonna kill that motherfucker." <laughs> so well, it's yeah. just this journey across. <laughs> Yeah, it's this journey across post-apocalyptic Vegas to um, uh, get revenge for the guy who shot you in the head. Huh. That's crazy. Also, so a lot of the Fallout fandom consider it canon that, like, New Vegas' protagonist is a female because of the Black Widow perk in that game. So, like, it's so, and, like, it just, because, you know, like, it just, it makes it so easy to, like, talk past people. And if you do have the Black Widow perk, then it does give you the option to sleep with Benny if you want to. And I'm just like, <laughs> imagine saying, you shot me in the head. That was awesome. Take off your fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this right like, now. Like, take off those you pants, big boy. Yeah, we're doing this right now. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, that, that's got to be crazy. Like, imagine being able to sleep with the main villain and then killing him. Like, God, God damn. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that's nuts. I'm trying to think of, like, other, like, games. Um, I've also been interested to get, like, start playing Skyrim again. Cause I, oh, my God. Skyrim really, literally took over well, the my The anniversary life edition added it. so much. I saw it looks so much prettier now too, and I'm like, dang it, this is so cool. Um, I don't really need like all that extra shit. I am completely fine playing vanilla Skyrim because like I do really enjoy just it. Like I love going through the arcs and like I love the Forsworn arc in Markarth when like all the Force when it's pretty much just like Hail Hydra but fantasy. Uh, I love the Civil War. I love the Thieves Guild arc as well because that Nightingale armor, baby. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, um, <clears throat> Vanilla Skyrim is great, and you can still do that with the Anniversary Edition. I mean, all the extra... St- yeah. What's the extra stuff that they added? I know they added, like, armors and stuff like that, but other than that, I, I don't really like, know what else they added. Some, like, survival, some, extra... It's a bunch of stuff from the Creation Club. Like I think like extra missions and stuff like that. Um, the survival mode as well that makes you track, like, hunger and sleep and all that. Oh, uh, yeah. Now I remember. It's coming back. Yeah. It's all coming back yeah. to me. Boomerang. Think, like, other games that, like, I need... I need to think. I need to think of like other games that like. Uh, oh, I want to ask you: Who's you? Do you have like a favorite Skyrim villain? Oh, favorite Skyrim villain. That's a tough one because there are a lot of them. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I liked. Uh, you had Alduin, the big bad dragon, who was like, "I'm gonna eat the world." Why? Because I can. Um, you had Harkin, evil vampire dad, to your bestie Serana, and he's yeah. like, I'm going to blot out the sun to make the world better for all vampires. And then everyone's telling him, well, that's going to make the whole world out of balance, even for vampires. Nuh-uh. I'm the original anyway. Dragonborn was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, Mirak. Oh, Mirak was yeah, so cool. Mirak. Mirak actually had like an... Yeah, he actually had, like, an understandable motivation where it's like, oh, no, like, I wanted power too much, and now I'm under the service of Hermaeus Mora, so now I'm going to, like, do what I can to escape his, like, grasp, and that even if I have to use the people of Solstheim, I'm sorry, but I'm going to do what I got to do. <laughs> and, like, it's he also just looked so cool, too. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that cool. trailer reveal, too, when they... 
I remember the first like trailer reveal too for like Dragonborn. It was so cool because like it's just like you you you're confused like what exactly is this and like you just like see the dragon and you see the soul being absorbed and you just hear the voiceover. You didn't think you were the only one, and then just the camera just like slowly pans up and you see Merrick. It's like he was the first dragonborn and then just like it just <laughs> cuts to black and just the and the and the title slowly fades in the oh, da, oh, oh. i'm like oh it was so freaking cool i don't remember seeing any trailers for the uh the dlc i just remember them just kind of happening <laughs> i remember like, seeing the trailer for um I remember, I remember, like, because I used to always, when I was a kid, I used to always go to, like, the one that had, like, Comcast, back when it was called Comcast. I always go on demand, always go under G4, and I would, like, check the, um, uh, see what, what's, like, under there, and I would see, like, new trailers that drop and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I remember I when I had the, the trailer for... It had to play on a Same. TV commercial I, for I, me to get excited for it. Ah, <laughs> like, see, see, I was like that too. Then I discovered like the G4 channel, and then like I kind of discovered the internet, and I'm like, I oh, knew, cool! I, like, I found my way to like existed stuff. And stuff. I, I don't know. I just never delved into that. Like, I think the most that I've ever delved into like a video game like hardcore was Transformers: War for Cybertron because I was really stoked for that game to come mm. out. Like, I remember, I remember all the trailers for it and stuff. Um. I remember reading the Game Informers that, that came out for it because at the time I was like, what? I think I had just signed up for uh, the pro membership at GameStop and got the Game Informers. It was cool. See, I think, like, my first game that I, like, I followed extensively, like, like I remember, like, watching, like, the uh, E3 and seeing Assassin's Creed. No, no. Okay, I remember now. I was on CheatCC.com. And, uh, which, you know, a throwback pro. I don't, is Cheat CC still a thing? I think it is. I'm not 100%, though. It may be, but, like, I was on Cheat CC, I was on Cheat CC.com, and I saw just, like, an Assassin's Creed image. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Altair. What the hell? I looked into it, and I'm like, that's, who is this guy? And I looked into, like, oh, snap, Assassin's Creed 2 announcement. And I'm like, and that's when, like, I remember, like, E3 wasn't, like, I remember, like, before I had, like, complete accident, right? I used to, like, watch E3, like, on, like, TV and shit. Or like at or like watch coverage on like G four or something like that. It was cool. It's like oh snap! Like that's like that's um like oh cool! Like watching like the Assassin's Creed two demo as it like premiered. I'm like oh shit! This is all awesome. Oh nice. Yeah, I I I, I loved it. I loved it. Ooh, cool. As speak of devil, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is getting um uh, more uh, an, an, a free update to the uh, home. I want to. You know what? I got something I want to talk about here. I feel like. I feel like what? video games don't really take the risks that they used to back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? I feel like I feel like video games like to try and play it safe nowadays because I get so many people that say like, "Oh, there's nothing out" and stuff like that. And it's like every time they even remotely try to take a chance on something new, people just shit on it. And it's like, like a uh, prime example. Like, I'm trying to think of a good example here because most of the games that are popping in my head right now are actually shit um I'm trying to think okay I, I i don't have an example maybe this isn't the best subject to talk about <laughs> yeah i don't know like for me like i, I don't really view that because i think there's still like appreciation for like innovations like that like you know i i think like it's just probably just not as like you know adore like you know there's stuff like hellblade sending a sacrifice that kind of fell under the radar even though it was this very unique thing that like used like 
biannual sound as an actual mechanic and also to portray mental illness. And it did gain its little cult following, and then, you know, it kind of blew up as it, like, got, as, as, like, the cult following got, grew louder, and now we're getting the sequel, um, uh, Senua's Journey, which looks fucking incredible. Uh, I, th- I don't know, like, I think video games are still, like, I, I yeah, there still, like, is, like, your safe, like, you know, your blockbusters and triple A's, but I think there is still, like, really cool, like, innovation there, you know, we still get, you know, a Cuphead, or, or like, stuff like that, or, like, stuff that kind of, sh- or, like, you know, an Elden Ring, stuff, like, stuff out of nowhere that's like, oh, snap, like, this is something, like, really cool, guys, we should go check this out, like, yeah, um, that's true, like, one of the games I'm really stoked, uh, to, yeah. stoked for is, uh, it's a game called WrestleQuest, it's a wrestling RPG, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw any, anything on that. I think I've heard about it, but I haven't looked into it. Speaking of, WWE's working on RPG too, apparently as well. Hang on one second. Yeah, I know WWE's planning on working on uh, one, but there's this. Uh, there's it's an independent game. Uh, I was looking up some footage of it. There, Clancy, uh, hol- alumni Clancy, um, from the last episode, mind you. Uh, <laughs> he he sent a video <laughs> to a group chat for me and Adam and him, uh, and. It was it was like thirteen minutes of footage from this game called WrestleQuest, and it it's basically made to look like an old RPG on the Super Nintendo, but like some of the licenses that they got for that, like there's Macho Man in it, and like Andre the Giant, and Sergeant Slaughter, and stuff like that. Like it's all the cla- it's all the Golden Age wrestlers, you know. And oh, nice! It looks really cool. Like it, it's it's one of those turn-based JRPGs, um, kind of like the Final Fantasies and your uh, your like like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. And it's really cool how they made it work for the for the combat system because it's like, yeah, you could pull off moves and stuff like that, but there's a hype meter that you gotta that you gotta uh, like hype up the crowd and shit like that, you know, pull off different stuff, get the crowd all hype, and then you get extra bonuses and shit. And I was like, this is a really, really cool idea. Like, I'm pretty sure I kinda wanna um, try this. There was a um video game that it was like oh my god, what was it like it was like a it was like it's like that but like with like a Power Ranger style TV show. I forgot what it was called but like you pretty much like were in charge of running the show and you had to run your rangers like you know quote unquote rangers through their episodes and you would like and once you got to a certain point you got the you got the fifth ranger like the sixth ranger. It was really like it was really I forgot the name of it but it was a really cool idea. That it was similar to that where like you had to make sure like your ratings were good and all that stuff. You had to like handle like your rangers good all that. It, it I actually was really into it. That actually sounds really dope, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can't remember what the name for it was. I need to I need to buckle down and play Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door again. I love that game, man. <laughs> that game is so cool. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what what else is uh there was something else like video game wise I want to talk about. Uh oh, like is there what was like I was thinking about this too, like what's a video game villain that like like a boss fight that was just like this villain was just, like, so satisfying to finally just, like, you, you build up to this fight, you finally get them, you just get to fight them, and you just get to beat their ass. Oh, man, that's a, that's a big one. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of games that I've played where I've had that instance. Um, because, like, 
I loved because like for me it's probably gonna be Borderlands too with Hanson Jack because he like talks like all that shit and then you finally get to like face him in like the badass like lava vault and it's just and it's no like it's no like gimmick fight it's no like it's just you and him and a bunch of guns and you just shoot the shit out of him. It felt really satisfying to stop the the locust in Gears Three just after everything that Marcus oh, has been through, you know. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! The build-up to Mira is like, and just the fight is so good. Like when she, like when she is there, and like Mark says that one line, it's like, "That's right, I got your number, bitch." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I've got to fuck her up." I'll tell up. you the one. It's game just like the moment really <laughs> had me satisfied after beating it, and it wasn't because of the fact that it's been it was building up to this big bad villain that like that I wanted to beat the shit out of in the game and stuff like that. It was Doom Eternal. Just because the oh, the icon nice. of sin fight is so goddamn brutal, like you're <laughs> running around all over the fucking place. You're shooting everything down, avoiding everything that comes your way, defeating every monster that comes out with your crucible and shit like that. And it's just like, by the time you beat the icon of sin, you're like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> Thank God it's done. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think for me, there was like, uh, I, uh, oh God, I just had it in my brain, like for like, like an awesome fight that I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, God, why am I blanking now? Jesus. I gotta say, Talk about another one while I try to re- after beating Tiny Tina, that one was a little bit, uh, I don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I I'm just, no, I'm just going to say the game is, is very much like D&D when you have a group of four people because. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, that's all I'm nice. gonna say <laughs> because it's just. Oh man, hopefully, uh, man, hope, hopefully I get a group when I get to officially play it. But I'll oh my you. god, yeah, I I can't. Yeah, eventually I will pick it up soonish one of these days. There's so many different um, places. What was I in thinking? There. I, I'll gladly play with you. Nice. What was I? What was the fight? I was literally now I gotta look at my game stack. Um, Fallen Order. <laughs> <laughs> the the sigh of relief when I finally beat Terran Malakos. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! See, I was about to. I Terran. was like Kurt Angle when he won the championship. Like, oh, I hated Terran Malakos. My biggest thing was escaping Darth like, Vader, and they're like fighting Trilla. And, oh, and you're getting dumb Trilla, and then god. when Darth Vader came out, I was just petrified. <laughs> I was so it, fucking like, scared. You go from like. You go from the highest of highest. Like I finally beat the big bad who's been like playing. I really liked that you had like multiple fights with Trilla because you really got to like build build this really cool like hero villain rapport with her. And then when you finally beat her, like yeah, I finally beat you. And then it's like oh no. <laughs> See, I would say Super Mario Sunshine, uh, but that that I shouldn't really say that that was like a really satisfying victory because it's like. That game took me mm. seven years to beat, and it's solely for the fact that <laughs> Jesus. The re- so the reason why this game took seven years to beat everybody is because there is a mission in the original Super Mario Sunshine. I'm not talking the 3D All-Stars because they made it easier on 3D All-Stars. Um, there is a mission on there that required you to clean up this hotel um and save save the hotel from the one on the one island, and you had to save it from like this white like man array thing and every time you hit it with water it multiplies into more white man arrays and you i think you were timed to like beat this boss so like 
the entire time you're like trying to get this thing down, you're getting shocked. And it's just, it was so brutal between the deaths, the time running out and just like not being able to do it. I remember getting so frustrated. I took a seven year break from the game because <laughs> I dropped it and oh I forgot God. about it. I um, gotta, so I come back and I, I finally, I, gotta beat, assess, I, oh, I, I came back and I finally sorry, beat this thing. And uh, what happens shortly after I got, to Bowser, and then I beat him like it was fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, I got uh, I got one that we both probably share. Um, freaking uh, uh, uh Micah Bell, man, like <laughs> that son of a bitch. Oh my god! Oh yeah, Micah and he has was the great, very was like, satisfying. Hey, you shot you. Sh-. He's like, you shot me pretty good, Dad. <laughs> he just walks off. Shot you pretty good. I fucking unloaded the entire like, clip into his face. <laughs> yeah, he still walks off. Like, oh, my God. So good. Uh, so satisfying. Again, but just like the first Red Dead Redemption where the main villain has to die, like, years later post his, um, uh, first killing the protagonist. Oh, my God. That hurt when Arthur died. Man, may I Hang on one second. Shake- yeah, Micah, Micah uh, was a very satisfying, like, kill. I, like I said, I unloaded an entire clip into his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of just, like, now just, like, cool final bosses where I, like, kind of just, like, lost my shit as I was fighting them. Oh, God, it's kind of hard to think now. It really is. There's there's so many bosses that I beat in my day, you know? Back in my day. Yeah, you know, and like, you're trying to go through all of them in your head. Like, well, what was, like, the most satisfying boss I've ever beaten? I'm trying to look at my game sack, but it's, like, ha- partially, like, beaten. Oh, my God. Modern Warfare 2. Shepard. Shepard in Modern Warfare 2 was satisfying. It's like, that betrayal. Oh, dude. That I remember, like, bro, being in, I was in middle school when I played that game. And when, like, Shepard betrays you, the way I was shook. I just did not <laughs> see it coming. Like, it was so just, like, wh- like I was just, like, I was not right for several days after Shepard did that. And, like, I was just like, no, no. Like, it was it was such a gut punch, literally, because he shoots you in the gut and just burns your corpses. And you're like, wait a minute. And then, like, you finally, and then, like, you play as Captain Price and Roach. I mean, not Roach, Captain Price and uh, Soap. And you like track down Shepard, and you finally get the bastard. And then, oh my god, I'm, like, I'm about to boot up Modern Warfare Two now. I think, I, yeah, I see it in my stack right now. But like, um, it's like <laughs> he gets away. But oh my god, I remember being so angry that Shepard like uh, did that shit. But then after that, um, but then you and, and it's funny too, because Shepard wasn't the main villain of Modern Warfare Two. Well, he wasn't portrayed as the main villain at first. He was portrayed as um uh, like because he literally like helps you out and like he literally like leads you into battle in the in like one of the first few missions. And that but like Makarov, Makarov was the like official like Makarov was like supposed to be like the main villain of like all the um. I'm sorry. He was supposed to be like the main villain of like Modern Warfare 2, you know. He had the no Russian bit. He was the big bad they kept building up to. Yeah. And but then he like gets away and he vanishes at the end of Modern Warfare 2 and you're like, "God, what happened to that guy?" Then Modern Warfare 3 happens like, "Yeah, bro, it's World War 3." I'm like, "Oh god, he's like <laughs> orchestrating all the shit." Yeah, he was so cool in Modern Warfare 3. And you get to have the awesome fight with him where like you crash the window and you hang him I'm like, "Oh shit." I think I remember that. I don't know if I beat Modern Warfare 3. I feel like I did. But I'm not 100. Um, percent It's when you the men. That's when you come in with like the juggernaut suit to get him in the um the hotel, and you have to fight. You have to shoot down his helicopter. 
What about the fucking biggest plot twist in Black Ops, where where Reznov wasn't there the entire fucking time? Oh god, that messed me up. That That's got like, me so like, was, cause, so bad. Because like. Because, like, I was a big World at War fan, and I was, and I thought it Me was too. so cool to see Reznov back. Like, I feel like, oh, cool, World at War continuity. And, like, you know, fun fact, you can actually see a picture um, commemorating Sergeant Roebuck from World War II as well in oh, that really? same that's game. Oh, really? That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, oh, cool, like, that's Reznov, like, from the from World at War. And then you get to see Dimitri, and then, you know, you find out that he died at Vercuta, and you, he wasn't actually there. You're like, wait a minute, no, no, like, what the <laughs> hell? That fucking, that oh mission God, at the end it. of World at War, you know, you know, the one where you're fighting it out in Germany? Oh, man, that was brutal. Yeah. You get to see the Russians just mess up. I think this is the first, was that the first, like, Call of Duty game where, like, you actually get to, like, mess up like like germany i remember like the mission like too you start off it's it, it starts off where like you're in stalingrad uh and like and it's it's like a mass it was a massacre and you're like hiding amongst like the russian bodies the next in the next mission it does a few years skip and now like the the russian forces are like invading germany and you're like oh damn yeah that was such a good game I maintain Call of Duty Three as some of the most likable characters in all of, like the Call of Duty franchise. Never played Call of Duty I think you 3. would love it. Call of Duty, yeah, I think you would love. It. I remember like Guzo and uh, freaking um, uh, uh, Dixon and everyone. Uh, oh my god! And, you, and your character name was Nichols. You played as a lot. You played as the Polish in their tanks. You played as the Canadians. You played as the British, and you played as the Americans. And and I think that was the four factions you played as in the game, if I remember correctly. And it was oh, really okay. fun playing all of them of all different soldiers. Call of Duty 2 was also really cool because like you had like um you had to play like the Paddle of Point Duhawk, which was like an actual one like the in Storm the Beach to Normandy on D Day, which was like actually and they actually interviewed like soldiers to get the accurate like the like World War Two vets at the time to get to get like the battle as accurate as possible. There's a miss there's a moment in the game in the mission where you climb the battle of the point Duhawk and you see that your mission is to destroy AA guns, and you see that, like, oh, they're not here, they're decoys, so you have to go out and find the actual AA guns, and you find out this was, like, legit, like, that's an actual thing that happened in the battle, that, like, the, the guns were decoys, they weren't there, and they had to go find them. Oh, shit. Yeah, Dude, I, know, I, I, I was so into that shit, man. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one boss that I still have yet to beat is the Jack in the Box in Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> uh, I... Think I I think I beat the Jack in the Box. That is the remember. one that I could never beat as a kid. Uh, I just have not gone back to uh-huh. DK sixty four to finish off that villain. Like <laughs> I never oh beat God. Donkey Kong sixty four because of that. I I, 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 I think I got, I got I got to King. I didn't beat Donkey Kong sixty four too, but I got to King K Rule's ship. Like I remember, I was on King K Rule's ship. Like I don't remember. What? Oh god! I had all five of them. I didn't. I oh god! I can't even remember how far I got. I used to like as a kid. I used to imagine how the end of the game would go. That you would release that other king that they had mm. prisoned, and that he would help you fight and stuff like that. But like, mm. I never looked into it because I don't want to spoil it for myself. Because eventually, I will fire up the N sixty four and end up beating that game. But like, that's just how I always yeah. imagined it as a kid, and I just never got to see it. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Oh, my God. Yeah, all this video game talk, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's nice. We haven't, talked about, we haven't talked about video games in a while. No, we haven't. Um, I, I've been in, like, I, I've been in, like, an, I've been in, like, a it gaming mood, honestly. I've been itching to play video games again, particularly, you know, like I said before, RPGs. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. 
me and video games are kind of weird right now. It's like I'm doing so much other shit right now that I just don't have time to sit down and play a game at the moment. And it sucks because I Same. want to, like, really badly, but I just... Same. I, life's I, hitting. I also want a game more, too, but, like, it's just, like, I just, like... Life, same life's heading. I'm like tired. I don't like feel like I want to do like it's weird because I want to do these things I enjoy doing, like playing video games, reading, writing. But I also feel like uh, you have to put in the effort to do these things. Like, yes, I want to be happy and have fun, but like it's just like, uh, my brain, like nasty brain's like, yeah, but like you're not gonna have fun. I'm like, what do I want to do? Like, you know, (laughs) it's like, uh, it's just it's annoying. It's a it's like a weird, tough, harsh reality type check you know mm-hmm. you know like i remember i god i remember the days where me you and one of our buddies used to sit on xbox till like four in the fucking morning just like talking and oh shit and playing games and stuff like that playing Play- monopoly <laughs> shit playing monopoly play playing overwatch and all that stuff yeah that was some fun shit that was some fun times yeah man Man, I, when the hell am i gonna get another superman game that's what i want well not another well you know just a superman game <laughs> Man, <laughs> aren't they working on one? Oh, they were they were there were rumors that they was working on one, but I think it turned out to be something else. Um, I know you watched uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers recently. I did. That movie was actually really good. Yeah, I need to watch it. Did look really fun. It is it, again. It's, it's a, a fun, spiritual it's a fun, success. Yeah, it's a fun Disney movie. It's got a lot of pop culture references in it. You'd think it's fucking Ready Player One, like, but Disney. It, it, look, it look, again looks. Looks to be like a spiritual successor for um uh, a, sp- a spiritual successor towards uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it kind of is, but like, uh, mm. yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, that would probably be the closest thing to describe it. Yes, a spiritual successor to Roger Rabbit. That that one bit from Roger Rabbit still gets me like, bought walls that don't rhyme with nose. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, no, but this one is just kicks the weasel in the dick. Oh my god! Also, the fact that like watching all these adult grown men losing their goddamn minds over a sexily drawn tar- a sexy drawn cartoon. Wow, they were really onto something, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they really uh, they really captured Man. what the future would be like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, this is, I'm like, wow, this is horribly accurate. You know, I was talking to this with our uh, chat the other day where it's like, um, the one comic, I mean, like, if you, when they first go through Eddie Valiant's, like, um, uh, uh, office and you see, like, all the cases he worked, there's one I really want to see, like, in, like, some form, and that's Goofy, Goofy cleared of communist spy charges. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. <laughs> it's just like, well, gosh, fellas, I wasn't helping them Reds. Me and, <laughs> <laughs> me and Stalin aren't in bed together, yuck. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Goofy's all for that capitalism, boys and girls, yuck. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> you think Goofy's a comrade? I don't think so, boys and girls, yuck. <laughs> just got me like goofy's cleared of communist spy charges oh my god so fucking funny and like going back to like they were kind of ahead of their time with pinpointing how like a bunch of grown men would be over an animated like woman and stuff like that but like they also kind of set it up that way for the future generation to be into that (laughs) at the same time they just kind of oh my god into into everybody's brains (laughs) 
It's also like legitimately like funny too. Like it just it just like the bit where he takes off the uh, handcuffs. You could have gotten out of these any time. Yeah, like only do it. It was like funny. I'm like that's so good. <laughs> the baby smoking the cigar. Oh my god, such a funny movie. I haven't seen that movie in God knows how long, man. It's been it's been literal years since I've seen that movie. Oh my god. It's, it's I think it's on Disney Plus, which honestly surprised me because I thought they'd be a little bit be a little bit too adult. From which now they have TVMA stuff right now. Yeah, they do. I mean, Moon Knight exists and Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. Which speaking of which, Daredevil is getting a revival at Disney Plus. It looks like. Oh really? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, can't yeah, can't wait, man. Again, DD's coming back to the MCU, and it says it's gonna, it looks it says it's going to be a fresh but a continuation of uh, of the um, uh, of the of the Netflix show, and I, I can't wait, man. Uh, she Hulk uh, trailer looks incredible, punching the air over that last shot, which you now looks incredible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah the, uh, no, the it looks like a looks, it looks that show does look good. It looks like looks like a fun lawyer comedy, which is exactly what She Hulk should be. Yeah. I saw a uh, I saw a meme the <laughs> other day, of uh, it was She Hulk coming into a building with a bunch of superheroes, and she goes, "Oh my God, is that I... Moon Knight?" And Moon Knight's like, "Oh fuck, it's a lawyer." <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to leave. I saw that too. It's so funny, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> so I remember reading that. It's like, "Oh fuck, a lawyer." <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love it. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, I can't wait. Hoping for a Forbush Man and Howard the Duck cameo, I guess. Dude, if they do Forbush Man, I will lose it. That is like man, he did show up Marvel in this character. arc they're doing. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I thought can. that was he, a comic cover. He, he's on the cover. Uh, he, I, I believe he did show up in it. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was a comic but, cover but that yeah. they were doing for She-Hulk. I didn't know that was, like, the movie thing. The one where she's going up the steps, right? Oh no, that's not from the show. No, that is the comic cover. But I like, that's so. like the that run that run is what the show is based on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you have a good chance of seeing Forbush Man. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I cannot can't can't wait. So excited, so excited for uh, to see She Hulk and everything else. Again, we got a lot of stuff coming out from the Marvel. We got Thor: Love and Thunder next month. We got Miss Marvel. We got um uh we got we got all we got all, all the good uh, Obi Wan is literally this week too. I know I can't believe it. I can't believe we're here. Two 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 episodes this Friday, man. Can't wait. It's like it's like everything good that was happening to me is coming and going in a flash, and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. This is the last thing that I have to dying. look forward to. Oh, don't fucking even get me started on that. Man. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. You yeah, just well, made yeah, me think yeah, of a really funny-ass Chris bit from Family Guy that I saw yesterday. Um, <laughs> what? Brian was looking for Stewie for some reason. Because I, I don't know what the full episode was. I only caught a glimpse of this. But uh, Stewie was trying to get himself euthanized because um, for some reason. I don't know why. I guess something happened in the episode. But uh, Brian was trying to find him, and he was at the he was at the kitchen table, and so was Maggie and Chris. And uh, you know the the spot that I saw, Chris er, Brian looks down at his phone, and he goes, "Chris, thank you. Like th- this is exactly where I'll find him." Uh, and cause, like I guess he suggested to look at Stewie's Instagram or something like that. And uh, <laughs> as soon as he leaves, <laughs> Chris just puts his arm around Meg and goes. 
Well, Meg, the days keep going long, but the years are shorter, aren't they? <laughs> and then you hear Lois in the background just like, Chris, go masturbate me. I forget what he says after that, but it was just so funny. <laughs> I just love how he put his arm around her. He's yeah. like, well, Meg, the days are a lot. The days, the days go by long, but the years are shorter, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, when uh Chris like gets all the money from Carter and then like uh Peter like comes in to try to like clean his room for him and Meg comes in like Chris, our bath is ready and then like and Peter's like I I I I I I don't have the parenting skills to <laughs> comprehend or I, or or deal with this in any capacity. And then Meg goes, seems I understand. We might as well just walk out the room and just never talk about this ever again. And Peter just goes, I I might move. <laughs> it just got me so. It got me so bad. Yeah, I know we were just talking about like two episodes ago how Chris is probably one of the funniest characters in Family Guy, but like he, I feel like Joe is too. Like I feel like Joe and Chris are like the two <laughs> hidden gems of that show. It's the fireman joke for me, where it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's we're more of a fireman's wall fan. See, your fireman's gall put out the or it's like. <laughs> Like what? I love the- I love the one episode where they're all drunk at the bar and Peter's just like, "Hey Joe, what 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 happened?" He's like, "Joe, I I gotta go to the bathroom. Let me get let me get the tube that you used to pee." And he gives him the tube and he goes, "Hey, what happens if I blow in this?" And Joe goes, "No, don't do it. I'll explode." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And like uh, when Joe's like, oh, like Joe's like, I'll give Chris some advice. Uh, Joe, he doesn't want to talk to you. Like, what? He thinks you're a transformer that broke halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Another episode that I, because I just threw Family Guy on Hulu yesterday while I was just like browsing my phone and I just catching snippets Mm. here and there. And um, yeah, so the one, the one bit was like Peter was eating. Eating, he he was sick and tired of Lois's cooking, so he was eating Bonnie's cooking instead. And Joe I remember came, this. Yeah. yeah, Joe came home early and he hid under the table. And then he uh, he he's like, I need a diversion, so he texts Joe. And then Joe goes, um, Joe goes, huh, Peter wants to meet me at the clam. And he, then he just starts spewing off about how much he hates, like how much he hates Peter and shit. <laughs> with him right under the table. <laughs> Oh my god, no, when like they were at like the Quagmire's like stand up comedy event and you just hear like in the back and you just hear in the background, Oh my god, Peter's here, I did not want to talk to him and then Peter turns like, Hey buddy <laughs> So happy to see you here. Uh, no, when like they all like broke into um, uh, like the Pawtucket Brewery and they like all like got drunk and saw like the tank with all the beer and like Joe's legs just kept like <laughs> just kept floating, floating up and he kept putting them down. <laughs> 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 yeah. there's, another, there's another great Joe uh, like, when uh, when Peter and it was the episode where Quagmire finds that girl that's just into that's into just as much like the kinky shit that he's into. Um, and she, yeah. and she kidnaps him and like drives away and Peter and uh, Joe come out from the clam and they're drunk and then Peter's just like, Nah, Joe, Joe, you're too drunk to drive. Give me your give me your keys. And he gives him his keys and he goes, And I'll give you my keys and now we can both head home. And then Peter fucking <laughs> And then Peter fucking pulls him over in the cop car and he's just like License to registration. He's like, You've been doing some drinking tonight? And Joe's just like, No, officer, I just had it. what's he say? He goes, uh 
He's like, I, I was just having a glass of dinner with my wine. <laughs> <laughs> there was, oh my god, the one episode where like, uh, <laughs> I like Joe like says something and then like Peter just goes, just come up with that. And he's like, yeah, you, know, you are genuinely funny. And I need to talk to you. <laughs> Nothing beats the one that Quagmire oh hits him with, where they're in the ba- they're both in the back seat, and Joe buckles up, and he goes, "Why are you? Why the hell are you buckling up? What could possibly happen to you that hasn't already happened?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the hypothetical where it's like, would you rather be Hitler, but like right at the end of World War II, so you have to shoot yourself, or would you be Dude, a hobo with a five percent chance? <laughs> Yeah, five percent chance being hit by a rich guy. He's just like, can I like change certain policies to seem more favorable? <laughs> it's like, can I have free range of the mustache? Why do you keep trying to make Hitler work, Quagmire? <laughs> it's like, am I a crippled hobo? Like, yeah, like yeah, like you're crippled everyone else. Like, wait, am I a black Hitler? No. <laughs> wait, but do I have to be a crippled hobo? You have such an issue with the Joe, just be the hobo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so good! Oh, my, I, lo- I love it. Joe's, yeah, Joe is really funny. He <laughs> he is, for the sexual thrill, the sexual thrill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, when he got his legs back, he just beat the shit out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Joe. Joe, I think is a very underrated character in Family Guy. I mean, like he's just he's really funny. Mm. So is Chris. Th- those two are like yeah. definitely the funny ones of the show. These days that I watch, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, I'm trying to think, anything else you want to talk about? What? Dude, how, how long is that? I think we're good to go. All Fun. right, yeah. That's well, all you guys get that. This, this, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. This is this was a chill episode. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I we apologize by the way if if like you know for the pauses and such we're we're we've been having some technical difficulties throughout this episode. We sorry that Tyler is not that good at his editing job that you can't hear the pauses. I'll I'll make sure to whip him extra good tonight. Oh no, though, you guys probably won't hear it at all, honestly. But just in case you do, oh, I'm just gonna apologize um, in advance because right, yeah we had it we had a delay today and then there was also uh, a couple audio issues, but. You know, probably just gonna end up cutting this bit out. <laughs> but uh, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for yeah. Thank you for joining us, episode forty nine. We are now coming up on episode fifty. Don't know what we're gonna do, but we're coming up on episode fifty. <laughs> um, just yeah. know that we're brainstorming <laughs> ideas, although not really because you know things. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should, maybe we should like maybe should we like take a week off to build anticipation. I think we could do that. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah, do let's that. Do yeah, that. yeah, you got let's, to wait an extra week let's now take for a hot off, podcast. Yeah, the fiftieth episode. Yeah, it's Memorial Weekend. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a we'll take a week off. Yeah, we'll brainstorm some ideas, and then we'll think of something. So uh, yeah, tune in for yeah, tune th- in for that. Peace out, sluts. <laughs> but thank you, thank you everybody for joining us again for episode four. Oh, I thought you cut. Why you? Oh, you can't cut off all my racist. Wow, racist. Are we really pulling this White right man, now? Are we, are we really word. fucking pulling this? I just did. I just did. You fell from my race trap card, <laughs> bitch. That's called entrapment. <laughs> yeah, and you're trapped. What are you gonna do about it? Um. Uh. 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 uh, 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 u